Welcome to the Burnout to Blessed podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're having an exceptional day. I am super excited to hop on here and to have a conversation with you. Number one, it's been forever. And number two, it's something that I'm really passionate about. And for those of you that have ever listened to my podcast before, it's definitely something I talk about, making sure that you make time for the things that you're passionate about, because really it's the fuel that keeps you going and committed to your goals. But at the end of the day, I realize that we're all humans and that some commitments are going to pop up that might take over your schedule and therefore you only have enough time to commit to a certain number of passions that you have, right? So I have a number of passions. One of them that's really important for my mental health is running. To be honest with you, I know at my age, it's really not the most effective stay in, in, stay in fit mode, right? It's not the most effective for your weight loss, but I'll tell you what, it does my mental health wonders. So it's something that I stick to. But in the back of my mind, I've been really wanting to get back to podcasting. And here I am, and I'm really excited. I decided to move past those commitments and to finish them up as quickly as I could, because I, like probably most of you, do not like having something hang in the air, just wanted to move past it so that I can get back to the priorities that mean the most to me and that move the needle. So here we are, and I wanted to talk to you today about something that has came up for me this past weekend. And to be honest with you, it didn't really jar me. It didn't really have much of an impact on me. However, in the grand scheme of things, it did take place and it did bother me at the time. And it did in some ways hold me back at the time. And had I not worked through it, it could impact me in the future. So I realized that not everyone, you know, is a coach like I am. And it and is able to have the tools to understand that, A, this is something that needs to be worked out in order to be move forward and continue to take action to meet your goals. So what am I talking about? 
I am talking about confidence, my friends. You are going to have times when you have a goal and you've A, never done that activity, task, or whatever it may be, right? You've never done it before, so you might not necessarily be confident about it, or maybe you're just not confident about it in general because you've had a bad experience in the past, Uh, whatever it might be, not necessarily having confidence about something can hold you back from doing it. It can be something that, you know, makes you procrastinate because you're like, "Eh, I'm not feeling the best about it. And ultimately, for those of you that want to move forward in your career goals, such as starting your own business, such as, you know, moving up in the career ladder or even transitioning into a new career, what happens is you're getting in front of people that are your stakeholders. You're getting in front of people that have a direct impact on how successful you are. So it's important for you to feel confident when you're interacting with those people. It's important for you to feel confident in the job that you're doing. It's important for you to feel confident if you're a business owner in whatever product or service that you're offering. So you have to stand behind your expertise. You have to stand behind your skills. And for some of us too, when it comes to you know, moving forward in our careers, for example, we have to do things that we've never done, right? Like, you know, if I was working in human resources and then all of a sudden I wanted to go to engineering and I were to get in front of hiring managers for engineering, you know, I went back and got my degree in this example, but I get in front of these engineers and they're like, wait a minute, your entire career has been in human resources and now you're into, you're wanting to branch into engineering. I know you have your degree, but you need to show me that you have what it takes in order to step into this career. I need to feel confident to explain how my HR experience is actually relevant to engineering. I need to bridge that gap, right? And that takes some confidence. That takes some problem solving. So also, another example, if you want to sell your services, you might have to actually, as an introvert, get in front of people to market yourself. You're going to have to have those conversations with potential customers as to why you're a good choice and how you can solve their problems, right? Why me? And for those of us that have never marketed ourselves before, that takes some confidence. That takes some courage to step into doing something that you've never done before. So I wanted to talk about that today because along the way, whenever we're trying to reach our goals, whether it's our career or whether it's even life goals, I can't tell you how often 
times people come to me with this really big goal of, you know, I want to run a marathon, but yet I've never even ran three miles in my life, right? (laughs) So that, you know, can be intimidating, right? And you're going to have people that are around you that know your track record. You're going to have people around you that know your strengths and know your weaknesses. And although they're not intending to hinder you or they're not intending to hold you back in any way, shape, or form, those people and even people that you've never met before they might not necessarily show up being like, you've got this, good job, right? Those people that know you, for example, are going to ask you the questions of, are you sure this is a good idea? Because engineering, you know, requires a lot of attention to detail. And one thing you've always told me about yourself, Tara, is that you hate attention to detail. So, you know, what's changed? And what these people that mean well have no idea that they're doing is they're getting in your head. They're making you question if it's really the right choice for you. They're making you question your capabilities. They're making you question your skills, right? And whenever that happens, it's important to have that self-confidence in yourself to know that, no, yeah, maybe that was a thing of the past, but here's how I've been able to overcome that. And here's what I want to do, right? No matter, no matter what, even if I have to get up there and make a fool of myself, this is important to me because in order to reach this goal, I have to do this. So ultimately, confidence plays a really big role in our life goals and our in our work goals. And then even when we're co- overcoming burnout, it does create a big impact because if you feel so beat down and that you're not capable of overcoming this obstacle, then it's going to hold you back. It's going to take you longer to overcome that obstacle. It's going to put blinders on you to potential solutions that would work for you in order to overcome that obstacle. So when it comes to confidence, we have to kind of get to the root of why do you want to become confident in this area? Why? I named a bunch of examples. One being, I want to start my own business. And in order to start my own business, I need to get in front of potential clients to actually make money and to do that, right? So that might be why you want to become more confident because in order to uh, reach your goals, this is something that you're going to have to do, right? So why do you want to be more confident, right? Is it because you want to be able to win back the trust of those around you? Is it because you want to reach your career goals and and start your own business or climb the career ladder? Why do you want to 
gain that confidence, right? You have to have a clear understanding for your why, because that is going to be what is going to help propel you to take action to move forward and to put into action exactly what is going to help you gain that confidence, right? So once you've identified, you know, why you want to be confident, then it's time to create a game plan, right? It's time to address how can I become more confident, right? So first off, we also I we also address what am I confident with? And it's important to understand, hey, here are the aspects that I'm confident with and here are the aspects that I'm not because you need to have a very uh, clear and concise plan on how to to overcome that. So if you do not have a clear and concise plan, then you might focus on areas that you're already confident in. And sometimes when you focus on getting stronger in areas that you're already confident in, it can hinder you because you think, oh, wait a minute, I'm confident in this. I've got this. I don't necessarily need to take any more time to refine my skills or to practice or to learn about this thing because turns out I'm pretty confident. And that gives you this false sense of confidence because you're attacking the wrong thing, right? So it's important to know what areas that you're already confident in so that you can truly focus on the areas that are going to move the needle and are going to help move forward, right? So one thing that you can do when you're not confident about a specific aspect is you can learn as much as you can, right? If you don't know about something and you have to present on it, right? Or you have to do something you've never done before. Really, the first step is gathering as much information as you can and really breaking it down in a way that makes sense for you. So for example, if you have to talk about something that you've never talked about or present on something you've never presented, and there's all of these technical terms that need to be um, utilized or deciphered in this presentation, it's important for you to have an understanding for what you're talking about. So you really need to take the time to digest the information in a way that you're going to remember, digest the information in a way where you feel confident that you truly know what it is that you're talking about so that once you go give that presentation, for example, then you're able to confidently have an answer for whatever questions were to pop up. Had you not taken the time to learn about what you're discussing or to have that context behind whatever it is that you're doing, right, then you're not necessarily going to have that confidence in fielding questions or uh, you're not going to have that confidence 
and it's going to show, right? You're going to flounder and people are going to notice. And when people notice that you're not confident or maybe you don't necessarily know what you're talking about, uh, then that is going to hinder you from reaching your goal. And you don't want that. So learning as much as possible and, and learning it in a way that makes sense for you so that you can actually digest it, right? And then one thing too that is very easily able to be done is once you are going through learning the information that you need in order to learn how to do something or present on something or whatever it may be, right? Then it's important to go talk about it. Go talk about it with the people that you interact on a daily basis. Hey, I'm you know, preparing to give a presentation on X, Y, and Z. And it's very interesting. I learned all of these things. Here's what I've learned. And it's important to go have these discussions so that you're kind of giving yourself a warm up of what people that maybe are not familiar with what you're doing, with what you're presenting on, whatever it may be, they're going to ask questions and it's kind of giving you a warm up of here's what people might ask. In addition, it's giving you a chance to recite the information that you learned. And the more you recite the information that you learn, the more you teach others how to do something, the more you're going to become skilled at it. And the more skilled at it that you are and the less errors that you have or the less, you know, it becomes second nature to you, of course, you're going to gain confidence, right? So I highly recommend learning, digesting it in a way that you that works best for you, then going out and discussing it, going out and teaching others. Another thing too is practicing. A lot of times we will learn something, right? I can't tell you how many times I've sat through presentations and taken notes and at first glance of listening to the presentation, viewing the slides, taking notes, it all seems super duper easy. Like, oh my gosh, that's so easy. Anyone can do that, right? I have everything that I need. And then you go to put it in practice and you're like, wait a minute, I don't, this isn't making sense, right? You're looking at the slides, you're looking at your notes, and you're trying to follow the steps. And it's like, wait a minute, I thought that it was easy, but it's not. So it's important to practice because the more you practice, again, the more skilled that you're going to be come at it. And not only that, another thing I want to point out too is that a lot of people They become overly confident in the areas that they know that they're good at or they know that they're skilled at. So they don't necessarily take the time to refresh their memory or they don't take the time to practice, right? I can't tell you how often this happens, especially in the interview setting. That's an example that, gosh, would happen time and time again. So many people that are interviewing for positions are like, oh my gosh, this is something that I'm a rock star at. I 
you know, this is my bread and butter. I don't need to prepare for this interview because I have got it, right? I am great at interviewing. That's something I'm really good at. And then they go to the interview and they walk away feeling super defeated because they weren't prepared and it showed because they were asked some questions that they were not expecting and maybe never encountered before. And it all could have been avoided had they practiced, right? Refresh your memory. So even on the aspects that you're super comfortable with, it's still important to have some sort of practice uh, put into place of making sure that you feel prepared, right? And even if you're like, oh, I totally feel prepared, still go through the motions of acting as if you're not prepared, right? Going through the motions of, I need to learn more about this. Of course, it doesn't have to be as regimented as it would be doing something you've never done or doing something that you're not confident in, but it's still extremely important for your success to insert some sort of plan Because what you'll find is that although you thought that you were confident in all aspects, you're going to come out of the situation, whether it's a presentation or a conversation or just doing something new in general, you know, on the computer, whatever it may be, you're going to come out of that situation And you're going to start to question yourself because it didn't go off without a hitch. There were some hiccups and you thought, I had everything covered. I really planned for, you know, the aspects that I wasn't prepared for. And, you know, here I am still feeling unprepared. And I can tell you the only reason why you're feeling that way is because you do need to do a little bit of preparation and you do need to do a little bit of practice on whatever it is that you're doing, uh, even in the areas that you feel comfortable and kind of put it all together, right, from start to finish, you know, and that is why you need to do that because you don't want to walk away questioning, well, why did I just spend so much time working on the aspects that I wasn't comfortable with and it still didn't work? That's just going to make you question yourself and then you're not going to feel confident, which was the whole point of learning, teaching, discussing, practicing, preparing, right? So, Keep that in mind whenever you're, you know, doing something new, you know, and you're you're really dissecting what am I good at, what am I confident in versus what am I not. You still need to practice on the areas that you're confident, just not as much, right? You just need to, you know, put a plan where you're putting everything into place, right? One cohesive plan. Okay, so moving on. I want to talk about if you're trying to gain confidence around something you used to be confident doing, 
If that is the case, you have to ask yourself, why do I no longer feel confident about doing X, Y, and Z? And typically, you're going to have some answers of, well, you know, it didn't go as planned, just like the example I just gave you of, hey, you're learning something new, so you're preparing for the aspects that you don't feel comfortable in. Then you go and do the thing and you still walk away feeling like it wasn't a good presentation or that you fell short, for example. That is going to be the case here, maybe. You didn't feel 100% confident because it didn't go off without a hitch how you planned it. So if you look back at past experiences of you attempting to do the same thing, a lot of times this happens with public speaking. I know this happened to me. I always felt really confident presenting in front of groups and just in general. And then one day I had to present in front of 2,000 people at a time and I fell flat on my face. And then for years after that, I had to go through this crazy regimen to actually feel prepared uh, due to the fact that I had that one experience that really changed how confident I was. I wasn't confident at all any longer. I knew I had what it took because I was still able to get up there and present and to public speak, but it still gave me extreme anxiety, whereas before it didn't give me any anxiety. So I knew there was something up there, right? But I never took the time to ask myself, well, why? What has changed? Why did I feel comfortable once upon a time? And now I no longer feel confident. Well, the odds are you felt embarrassed. The odds are it didn't go as planned. You didn't feel like you did a good job. And maybe you got negative feedback from others. This happens all the time. And sometimes when you're not necessarily confident about what it is that you're doing, or let's say you're 90% confident and you're having a bad day <laughs> and then you got to go do the thing, right? And then you have someone that waltzes in and says something that really triggers you into the spiral of, I'm not good enough. I, I, I don't know if I can do this. This is going to be difficult. And then all of a sudden your mindset goes to, I can't, it's too difficult, I'm nervous, I'm anxious. And when those thoughts start swirling in our mind, when it, it's time to say go, when the timer marks zero and you're on, for example, it's going to play a role in how you show up. It's going to play a role in how you present yourself, whether you're in an interview or you're presenting or you're doing something new, like doing a YouTube or a podcast or whatever it may be, it's going to show up. People are going to get that energy. This actually happened to me the other day. 
I had an extremely off weekend. The day was going exceptionally well on Saturday. I had a bunch of hiccups, to be honest with you, but I was actually taking them in stride. Things were good. And then I had to go do something that I really didn't want to do. And it just threw me off. And then I was dreading it, right? So then my day all of a sudden went from really good to I don't want to do anything to starting to talk down to myself of, oh, well, you're going to be late again because of this and that and so forth. I don't need to get into the nitty gritty. But moral of the story is 75% of that day was good. 25% of it was not. (laughs) And the entire time, because I'm a coach and I'm very self-aware, I knew what I was doing. I knew that I needed to not let expectations that I had that were not met. I knew that, you know, frustrations and annoyances that I had, you know, I knew I needed to not let them impact my mood, impact my thoughts. I knew it the whole time. But to be honest with you, I let it happen anyway. And then we move into Sunday where I have to present And I'm carrying that baggage with me. I'm carrying that I'm not with it 100%, right? In my mind, I know I'm not at 100%. And it's already impacting my thoughts. It's impacting how I'm showing up. And it's giving me anxiety, even though I know that this class that I was about to teach, I knew it like the back of my hand. And I'm always confident when I have uh, to teach this class. There's never normally not a time that I'm not. I mean, of course, every once in a while. But it's interesting. It always stems from things not going my way. It always stems from me being frustrated, right? Or just things aren't just exactly how I want them. So it throws me off and I know when I'm off and it messes with my head. And I'm sure all of you can relate to this. And then the person that I was teaching with goes out and throws a comment that makes it appear that, yeah, you know, you do a good job, but someone else does better. (laughs) Well, I can tell you that was the icing on the cake. I it definitely threw me off even further. And I knew it. I knew it. And and it definitely played an impact on how I presented that day. I was able to move past it. But as I was speaking with people at the end, I, you know, thanked them for being there. And I was and it got brought up somehow that, yeah, I appreciate you being here. You know, today unfortunately wasn't my best. The feedback that I got was, yeah, you know, you I could sense that, but you were working through it. And you did a good job, right? So the reason why I'm bringing that up is because if you're in your head about how you're feeling off or things just aren't right, right, it's going to impact how you show up because you're totally aware that you're not at your best and people are going to pick up on that. So moral of the story is... It's really important to, in the moment, address 
the elephant in the room, which is, hey, someone said a negative comment that really put me over, or I'm really experiencing these difficulties that are impacting me. It's important to say it out loud. It's important to talk it out if you can. It's important to, you know, get back on track. So if you can in those moments, right, I encourage you to pray through it. I encourage you to speak to someone that you know is going to be able to put you into a better mindset, And that's going to be definitely part of the recipe that's going to help you get back on track. And not only that, after that moment of me not 100% being at myself, that carried on throughout the day. And I got so frustrated that I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Is it even worth my time, right? I don't think I want to. I was so annoyed, so frustrated that it started to move into day two of me not having the best day. And that's when I realized I have to put a stop to this because I'm letting this interaction dictate my entire day. I'm letting this interaction dictate if I continue to teach this class or not. And I'm not giving other people the power over me. Number two, it goes back to, well, why do you want to be confident in this area? Which is what we started out with, that question of why. And if the answer is, I need to become confident at this so that I can get to the next step and the next step, then it's extremely important for you to know your why in order to push through, right? If I want to have a business and I want to quit my nine to five, this is something that I need to master. This is something I need to feel confident at and I need to do it well because it's going to result in me leaving my nine to five, pursuing my dreams and making my life happen, the life that I want, right? So your why is definitely, it's bigger than what people are saying that is negatively impacting you. I'm not saying you're not human because, of course, clearly, as the example that I gave, I was completely, you know, being almost a little baby about it. And I think that when we have interactions with people, when we're already down, we're already not feeling ourselves, it gets amplified. So, of course, Sometimes it's difficult to get out of that in the moment and to push past it. But it's also important to know, you know, why did this impact me? How can I move forward? You need to know how you can do that. We're all different, right? And I know for me, talking to someone that can put me in the right mindset is really what I needed in that moment. And I failed to see that opportunity. And because I missed that opportunity, that negative comment, when I was already not feeling like myself, it impacted me, right? So prepare for these in advance and also do a postmortem on them when they happen. So after that happened, 
I had to look at, well, you know, I teach this class because I am making a difference. This is something that I feel that God has called me to do ultimately within this class. If you're wondering what it is, we teach people at church how to find their God-given purpose. And it's also something that I teach on in my coaching programs And the way that we find our God-given purpose, the principles are very much the same. And so I knew that because the principles are the same and I found my God-given purpose, that it was important for me to help others do the same so that they can take back control of their life, so that they can overcome burnout, right? So that they can meet their goals and stop going through the motions. So on one hand, you know, God has worked in my life to help me do all of those things. And it's just made such a difference. And it's so important for others to be able to, you know, live a happy life and reach those goals while still being happy without having to sacrifice. And also we're doing it in a way that, you know, is incorporating God, you know. So it was important to me and I felt like I've been called to do this. So finally I had to get over being a little baby about it and I had to say, okay, well, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than my frustration. This is bigger than one personal interaction that I've had with someone that really faltered my confidence. And then I had to ask myself, like, you know, why did I feel like, why did it trigger me so much? Right. And again, it was just, I was having a bad day. And I think that you know, even if you're extremely confident in one area, if you have a bad day and you don't perform at your best, uh, of course, it's going to get in your head, right? So you have to really dissect, why do I not feel confident anymore? What happened, right? What is making me feel like I'm not good enough or I can't do a good job, right? You know, so you have to ask yourself, If you felt like you did a bad job, what makes you feel that way? Was it due to that one interaction with someone that gave you bad feedback? Was it avoidable? Could you have maybe prevented the situation somehow? You know, the example of interviewing, right? A lot of times people feel confident in certain areas, as I mentioned. So then they go in and then they fall flat on their face or they don't perform up to their high expectations right? And in this case, it's avoidable that all you have to do is prepare. Even if you feel confident, it's always helpful for you to feel even more confident to have that preparation. So, for example, if, you know, you were just embarrassed or you were ashamed and you didn't feel your best, right? Like, how can you avoid that moving forward? How can you address that moving forward, right? So, and if it's just an example, like what happened to me, of I had a comment that kind of set me off. It wasn't the only thing, right? It was just icing on the cake. You know, it's one of those situations where I have to go back and ask myself, did I really do a bad job or were my feelings just hurt? And in this case, my feelings were just hurt. 
and, you know, it impacted my performance, of course, but I didn't do a bad job. I did a pretty good job. Uh, I just wasn't feeling myself. And then you have to ask yourself, are you always going to be 100%? The answer is no. You're not going to have 100% amazing days. But when you don't have those good days and they go they go wrong and it impacts your confidence, it's extremely important in order to gain your confidence back, you have to dissect what happened. Why am I not confident any longer? What went wrong? Was it avoidable, right? How can I move past this so that I can regain my confidence, right? And I can get back on track and I don't have to dwell on this any longer, right? So a lot of times, as I mentioned, not dwelling on it is just, why am I doing this in the first place? Why am I trying to become more confident at this thing? Or why am I going to pursue doing this thing that I've never done before? And nine times out of 10, it should go back to your why, you know, because I have this career goal of being an engineer. Just kidding. That That's just the example that I used at the beginning, right? Another thing about this is it's important for you to know that, hey, I'm just starting to learn X, Y, and Z. And you need to have some awareness that you're probably not necessarily going to know it super quickly. It may take some time. You may not get it right. It may, your presentation may sound terrible for a week, right? You have to have those expectations and that understanding that you might not be good at it at first. And that's okay. That's why you're creating the plan and you're following the plan that you are to learn, to teach, to discuss, to practice, right? To prepare, you know, and then you do. And then, oh, well, that necessarily didn't work right. What am I learning from this? Why did it not go right? Oh, well, I didn't prepare enough or, oh, I I didn't know this one piece of X, Y, and Z, right? It's important for you to have that awareness, for the fact that you're not necessarily going to get it right 100%. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. Not getting it right the first time is going to help you create a plan, a regimen, um, a schedule, or whatever it may be in order to be your best, in order to successfully master it. The more information you have, the better off that you are. And that's a part of, you know, gaining confidence, trial and error, you know. Sometimes when we're successful at things offhand, it really sets us up for failure in the long run because we don't try out different ways of doing things And we go down this path that's not necessarily right for us. Maybe it's more time consuming than it needs to be, right? But with trial and error, the more information you get and the better you can fine tune it. You can get it to an exact science. So it's okay for things not to be 100% right, right? That's why you created the plan to begin with so that you can work out the flaws so that you can get to a point where it goes off without a hitch 
and you're super confident. You've been there. You've done that. And you've mastered it. That's where you become confident, right? Really, the topic of confidence, there's a lot of ground to cover. But ultimately, we really covered the foundational pieces of it and the questions that you need to ask yourself in order to pinpoint what areas you need to focus on that is essential to identify before you come up with a plan of action. And I hope that today's episode helped you with that as well as helped you come up with some ideas on how you can uh, create an action plan, what you can include in that action plan in order to move forward and to become confident in whatever it is that you're doing in order to reach your bigger goal, in order to be one step closer to creating the life that you want and to reaching that why, right? And I am so excited to be back with you. I hope that everyone has a great day, a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coaching info at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.